more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Five and a half past five here on High Tide. Don't forget if you miss any of the action. You've missed the first hour of the program. You can now get it on podcast. Check out the High Tide Facebook page. Kieran, today heading for a top of 27. They have updated the weather. Winds southerly at 15 to 20 knots tending east to southeasterly in the afternoon. Then northeasterly below 10 knots in the evening. Uh, 0.5 of a metre should be the seas and as we said, cloudy conditions, but still fine when I'm hanging out with you, bro. Well, you can fish the bridge up there at Jerseyville. It's a small bridge there just near the co-op. Mm-hmm. And if you want some advice, you just walk 50 yards down the road and speak to Laurie McAnally. Good morning. And if you can't get the right advice from Laurie, you talk to the young kid next door. Oh. Am I on or not? Yeah, you're on. You're on, but it sounds like you've just been relegated to uh, uh, to uh, out, out the paddock and we're, we're taking over with the young boy next door. Speak to the kid next door. He catches much more than I do. <laughs> How's the fishing been? Uh, in the river, very good. Yeah, I don't know how they went. I saw them walking down just on about an hour before dark last night. The lads were with their little lures. were all heading down to the, down to the wharf to catch some fish. Um, but I don't know how they went. Uh, but but our, our week's been a bit disrupted this week before we came on air. I've unfortunately busted a rib, so... Uh, and, the, and the young doctor at Casualty was very, very kind. He said, oh, this is very painful. I said, well, I already know that bit. He said, and he said, I'm slow to heal. And I went, oh, yeah, terrific. He said, you know, give me a handful of pain. He said, you can either you know, have a couple of, you know, six weeks in bed or take some painkillers. I said, give me some painkillers. So... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to put up with this for a while. Have you had one for? Have you had one before? Uh, oh yeah, when I played footy, a, a very kind fellow from uh, St George gave me five broken ribs. Yeah, Rob, he unfortunately died, passed away. Robert Stone, he was a very good footballer, and uh, he, he tackled me one day and f- absolutely flattened me. So anyway, one of those things. At least he, he was not not like some other bloke that broke my jaw. So that was okay. Broken ribs, <laughs> it's not that bad a deal. It only hurts when you breathe. Oh, it's the very bottom rib, it's the, and it's oh. actually separated, it's off, it's, it's actually busted off the spine, so it's good, I've done a good job. So. <laughs> did you fall over on the road or in the boat? No, I did not, I didn't, I just, yeah, I won't say, on a, how about on a ladder, Kieran, how's that sound? Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't do what, I didn't do what PJ didn't fall through the roof. <laughs> How's the fishing? Now, the fishing's been very ordinary. After we had that huge sea last weekend, that massive swell. Yeah. Which the surfers liked. And they were, they were, we had, here, when, the, when we get the cyclone swells and we get a bit of a southerly, yeah. we have a massive swell with an offshore wind. Oh. And we get this, these plagues of guys. They, they turn up in their four-wheel drives. They tow a, <laughs> a jet ski with a big... Uh, uh, like an apron out the back of it, and um, they they do this tow-in jet ski business, you know. Yeah, the older I get, the more I want to do tow-ins. <laughs> it was three to four metres with a sheer clean face on. Oh wow! Yeah, I know that was going. It was going for about a day and a half. It, for them, it was just going off. Anyway, so but the, what it does, it let, what that does, down really down deep, those big swells lift all the silt off the bottom, so 
the bottom six or eight or ten metres of water becomes uninhabitable for the fish. Uh, anyway, we haven't had a mackerel since that swell. We have not seen a spotty or a Spanish mackerel caught at all. Uh, the only fish that have been caught this week have been a few wahoo. Well, they're not affected by the dirtier water down deep. Uh, and there was yesterday, there was actually probably half a dozen wahoo caught. So, yeah, it's, it's been it's been very interesting. Uh, but, you yeah, know, uh, we're supposed to have um, PJ here this... Well, maybe this week if it picks up. We'll just see how the weather is on Tuesday or Wednesday. So we've just got to uh, go with the flow at the moment. It's, um, but offshore, yeah, it's, that, 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 uh, it's, it's always interesting. There's, there's, people, you know, there's a, a much bigger circle involved in what makes you know, the whole system work out there. I mean, we go and catch fish, that's fine, but there's much more to it than just catching a fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and the, anyway, the more you delve into it... Very the... interesting. There's a lot of um, uh, bits and pieces sort of happening in the background too, obviously with the election coming up. I'm... My poor old computer, I opened it up the other day and there's all this stuff from uh, from fisheries for the commercial sector. There was about 20, 20 changes. And I thought, my instant thought was, good grief, that stuff, that stuff's been in the system for, well, I don't know, three years, three and a half years. And it's all coming out now. You'd think there was an election on, wouldn't you, Kieran? <laughs> yeah, too true. <laughs> yeah, surprise, that. surprise. All these things we're supposed to do, <laughs> we're doing now. <laughs> anyway, at least hang on, at least they're getting done. So, well, that's that side of it's good, but it's obviously got to save the minister from being embarrassed by silly questions when he goes along the coast. So, uh, anyway, so that was all. That that was good, uh, and um, there's a few other things. Well, 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 there was something else came up with the, on, on fishing here too. Oh, there was something about the sharks at, at uh, Coffs Harbour. So, uh, same story, everyone. You know, fisheries get in there and say, no, 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 there's, there's no sharks. And everyone else is saying, oh, we're being driven crazy by sharks. Yeah. So obviously the experts have got a different different attitude to the fishermen, Kieran. Yeah, it seemed to be. Like, I mean, I, I talked to the boys at Fishing Tackle Australia. Yeah. And, they, you know, we talk about all the fish, but they said, Kieran, uh, there's a heap of bait and then there's treble amount of sharks. Yeah, no, I will tell you, Kieran, I was in Fishing Tackle Australia on Wednesday at the boat service. So while the boat was being serviced at Yurunga, I went up to Fishing Tackle. That was a mistake. <laughs> you spend? Oh, it's been more than I wanted to, yeah. Yep, it's yep. pretty easy there, isn't it? <laughs> Half a gorilla. And you can. And it's one of those places you, like I've said before, if you're driving through, you want to make sure you got, if you're certain, you pull up. Make sure you've got a couple of hours to spare. That's, that's really good. And, and the service there is very good, I must say. They look after you pretty well. And uh, anyway, no, but I got uh, <laughs> I got a nice brand new shiny real here. <laughs> so, Saragossa. Okay. One of the new Shimano. Yeah. Uh, one, of their better, one of the better end of the Shimanos, yeah. Well, I'd only buy Shimano anyway, so... Anyway, so that's all sitting out sitting in the shed now, out of Julie's. She doesn't even know about that one yet. <laughs> so I got that and a few handful of lures. I'd already told her I was going to go and buy a handful of lures, but she didn't know about the she doesn't know about the other one yet. But yeah. she'll find out eventually. She'll read the Visa card and have a fit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in trouble. Hey? You'll be in trouble. Yeah. So that was that. Well, there was a few other things. So anyway, but anyway, the the. the that was the main thing, and obviously there's been a few bad boating accidents. I was reading somewhere in the paper there's been two or three. There was obviously one at Kiama, there was one uh, at oh, Newcastle. Yeah. 
So just be careful, folks. Just <laughs> if you're not if you're new to fishing, assume everything's dangerous. <laughs> and the one thing people have got to do, we've got to work out how to get some more uh, discipline on boat ramps. You know, one boat in, one boat out, and uh, everyone in the queue, and be ready to launch. Don't don't come onto the apron and then start undoing straps and and taking covers off and packing eskies and doing fuel and I have got when Blakey comes back I'll, I'll save it for Blakey I, we had some guys at the boat ramp the other day start their engine at the at the uh, washdown bay by just yeah. starting the engine yeah and then once they had it running very quickly reverse it down the ramp and put it in the water oh. <laughs> still running <laughs> that's that clever Blakey's eyes widen a bit that's clever oh, isn't here it? we go mm. last year we had that one remember we had the one the guys they actually drove the um uh toyota right up right up to the grill in, into the seawater then backed the boat in and jump started the boat so that was really novel. <laughs> that's, that's novel yeah but i saw him getting towed in about 11 o'clock he was getting towed home by the same boat was getting towed home by the coast of, by the volunteers of a rescue uh, organization so uh, the one that they did, uh, I didn't see what happened to the one that uh, that, that uh, got jump started in the in the washdown bay and then reversed into the river. Uh, but uh, I've got a feel. Blakey can explain it to you. At some stage, if you just keep, even if the battery's dead, and even though you've got it started, uh, if the battery, if the cell actually isn't working, that ba- that will actually run down. Eventually, will run down and stop, and that's the end of you. You finish then. So. It actually, if you get to the boat ram and the battery's dead, you're better off to drive around to Birdie's tackle shop. Well, he's, I think he's still there, but he's not the owner anymore. If you drive around, and they do have beautiful century batteries, pay the $200 and put a new battery in your boat. Don't go to sea with a dead. Please do not do something at the boat ram to jumpstart the boat and then go to sea. You are asking for trouble. And if, you're, if your battery's not overly old... There's got to be a reason why it's oh, look, failing. So on much you. stuff hangs off your battery now. Mm. People don't understand, you know. Okay, and even even in the boat, when the boat's off, technically off, if you leave your battery on, there's all sorts of little uh, computer bits and pieces that actually take take a little trickle off your off your battery. Anyway, I'll, I'll leave that one for Blakey because that 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 needs some expert explanation. Well, let me tell you, that happens with the cars. Uh, two of the cars have got the BMs. If I don't lock them, yeah, uh, then the electronics are still weak. You know, even though the motor's yeah, not yeah, running, yep. the electronics are draining your battery. You've got to turn, put the key in or press the button and... Uh, and shut it off. And shut it off. Yeah, lock, anyway, you want to do your ad, then we'll do a really reason, a reasonable fishing report this week. <laughs> We'll be back straight after this. Marine Rescue New South Wales launches almost 3,000 rescue missions each year. You can take some simple steps to stay safer on the water. Make sure everyone on board has their life jacket on. It's just as important if you're on a kayak or canoe or if you're rock fishing. Maintain your boat and make sure you have enough fuel. Check the weather and conditions and log on with Marine Rescue on VHF Channel 16 or the free Marine Rescue app so we can keep watch for your safe return. Hi, Shelley Craft here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends or just chilling at home. Remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. 
Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406 Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Now you can join one of Australia's top private golf clubs for a very special low price. At Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club, you'll enjoy superb practice facilities, a magnificent clubhouse, and play golf on an exquisite 18-hole par 72 championship layout. And for a limited time, six-month golf membership packages start from as little as $1,490. But you must hurry. Email Leanne at twincreeks.com.au or phone. Leanne Driver on 0438 295 813. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Nigel, after five here on High Tide, Kieran and I were just chatting during the commercial break about what it would be like to be earning $300 million a year. What would you do if you had $300 million? Well, half of it would go in, in tax. As a salary. As a salary. I tell you what, you'd right. be... Bill, Bill Corrales, don't fall over. No, I'm not asking for that. Well, I am, Kieran. You're my boss. I'm. <laughs> I could. I could do high tide from Tahiti on a Beneteau forty or yep. something. Forty yeah, two. If you're going to travel over uh, travel the currents around the world, they told me many years ago you need a minimum size boat of forty two foot. So, if you're going to do that, you get yourself in about a forty eight fifty foot Beneteau. I think they have fifty two foot. I know two guys that did the Atlantic in a uh, twenty two. 22 too hard, too hard. Yeah. What? L- Laurie? Yeah? If I had $300 million a year, I'd just buy Fiji. That'll do me. <laughs> I'll go there. <laughs> well, I know the ports were up for sale at one stage. China would let you do that. Eh? I don't know whether China would let you do that. I don't know, but I, I, that's what I think I'd do. I'd just buy, buy somewhere <laughs> I like. Yeah. yeah. Buy an <laughs> island. Buy a whole island. Just, yeah, I just That's it. Yep. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I don't need 300 million a year, Kieran. I, 
I've got, I've got enough. All I need is enough. So long as I can pay the bills. Yeah, that's all you need. And do what I want to do. I'm, I'm perfectly happy. I'm not one of these people that wants ten million dollars or something. I'm, so long as the bills are paid and I can, you know, do what I like and travel around and go fishing, I'm happy. Yeah, me too. As long as there's enough money to put petrol in the boat, I'm off. And the car, I'm gone. <laughs> the rest of it, the rest of it'll take care of itself. True that. So no, no, no. I, my my job is to just have some fun now. I've got you know whatever. In you know, time, I, I, I'm not as old as Kieran, but I'm 67, and while I'm still fit and healthy and not breaking ribs, I'll go and enjoy myself. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we better do a fishing report. Yes, please. Okay, offshore. Uh, pretty much uh, just Wahoo, <laughs> unfortunately Wahoo, but yeah. uh, not unfortunately, Wahoo are, are, are the mainstay. Mackerel and mackerel have just about vanished for the, well, I have vanished for the week. Now, they should come back. Hopefully they'll be back this week. So next week we'll, I should be able to tell you we've caught some spotties and Spaniards. Uh, there's heaps of bonito. Now, the, if you want to catch some bait and salt it down or just eat them, uh, Trial Bay, the actual bay itself, right in front of town you know, at the boulders where the surf, uh, you'll see the yellow shark pinger boy from there to the shore is just loaded with uh watson sleeping bonito so you can easily go and get your i think you're allowed i don't know 10 each 10 people you can have 10 bonito each and then you can go around in front of the jail and catch 10 uh normal pacific bonito there's plenty there uh there's mac tuna and and then down at uh, fish rock there's been a handful of kings i don't um I made of ours fish down there and got two legal ones the other day, so, but I'll, I'll bet you put 20 back to get two legal ones. Uh, Black Rock has got a few a few decent fish. It's had cobia and a few snapper. Uh, so Black Rock early of the morning with a burly trail would probably be as good a place as any at the moment. And, uh, and you might, you're probably with a live bait on top, you're probably just as likely to get a Spaniard at the back of Black Rock as you are up north. So uh, so that's been the, probably the pick of the spots this week. Um Beach and rocks, beaches a bit quiet, few whiting, few dark, few flatties, few brim. It's not you just you just fish. It's all been everything's on worms at the moment because the white. Most people are chasing whiting, uh, and Gap Beach has got a few whiting. The main beach here in town has even had a few flatheads. So there's a bit, there's a little bit, a little bit on the beaches, but it's more for relaxation than for serious fishing. Uh, the rocks are a different matter. The rocks have got bonito, mac tuna. And uh, they have been, and some cobia. Uh, most of the cobia have been caught on either dead, on whole pillies, on gang hooks, a la sort of tailor fishing, but letting the bait sink to the bottom. Uh, so there's been uh, quite a few cobs caught. Hathead's been the real hotspot. There was one afternoon there, I think they've even, I, I said it last week, but one afternoon this week, I think there was between 40 and 50 cobia caught. Uh, on the on what they call the spinning ledge, so there's a lot of cobia at Hathead. There were there haven't been any Spanish caught, to my knowledge, this week down there either. So they have, they've got the same problem we have. Well, those bonito are also uh, quite plentiful up there at Coffs Harbour. Oh, there's bonito everywhere, yeah. yeah. But don't look, a you can either eat them. There's nothing. Look, you fillet them off. The way to treat bonito is to fillet and skin them. The really strong flavour is in the skin. So you take the skin off. And then just grill them. If you just grill them with olive oil and lemon juice, pepper and salt, they're quite a tasty fish. There's nothing, you know, they're just, they're just bait fish. As long as you put them on ice, first brain spike them so they don't thrash around in the, in the um, ice box and make themselves soft. So you, you spike them, put them on the ice, fillet and skin them. They're a beautiful, lovely fish. If you don't want to do that, just fillet the, take the fillets off, uh, sprinkle salt, 
all over them, put them on a sheet, a couple of sheets of newspaper in the fridge for the overnight, and then put them in a Chinese food container uh, the next day and freeze them, and they'll they'll keep for six to eight months mm. for bait. So it's up to you what you want to do with them. But at the moment, you can go out in the bay and actually fill your boat with as many, well, whatever the legal limit is. I think it's ten per person. So you can catch ten ten wattos and ten Pacifics. So that gives you twenty fish each, forty fillets. That's a lot of bait. Okay, so bottom fishing's been really ordinary offshore. There's a few, an odd, and I mean odd, good pearly snapper and uh, tusky, but you've got to work for it. It's, um, there's a 1.6 metre current right into the, about the uh, 40 metre mark, so you're limited where you can go. Uh, but there, there, there are a handful of fish. You'll work very hard for your bottom fish, I promise you. Uh, now, as I said, the, uh, the beaches have got that. Estuary's still very good for flathead here, and best run of flathead, I reckon, for, I don't know, yeah. 10 years. There's plenty of nice flathead coming in, lots of fish around the one kilo mark, and probably if you wanted to just do something to kill some time, just drift along the walls, just come out a little bit. You want to, well, you want to be watching on your sounder, you're drifting the batter. The, where, the, where the rock wall hits the sand is where the fish are. So you're just using your engine occasionally to manoeuvre yourself out a little bit or in a little bit. And just drift along the, uh, the, the the walls and you will catch a nice feed of these good flathead. So uh, they're there. There's an odd school mulloway. There's an odd, there are cobia in the river. There's been quite a few cobia caught in the river and quite a few uh, little uh, GTs. If you catch them, good to eat. They're, um, the Great Trevally are quite nice to eat, the silvery ones. The, the big eye ones, the one with the more yellowy tummies, not quite so good to eat. So very good in the crab pot. And if there are a few crabs. I saw a guy, he and his wife had caught eight muddies in their four traps. So there's a few, I haven't got traps in at the moment, So, there, but there are a few mud crabs about. So there's, a, there's enough to keep you interested, Kieran. There you go. Okay. Sounds good. So that'll be good. And hopefully we'll have a, with a bit of luck, I'll have PJ here on Tuesday or Wednesday and we'll have a fish and see how we go. We can find out for you in a few moments' time. I know he's coming on. Oh, he's working. He's halfway up the highway somewhere running over caravans or doing what he normally does <laughs> most Sunday mornings. Oh. Blowing his horn. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Laurie, great to catch up with you. Thanks very much for your All time. Right, catch you next week, guys. All right. Laurie Bye. McAnally there joining us on High Tide at 27 after 5. Kieran, you were going to say something? I can say something. I, we, I can tell you that. Um, what's it going to say? Oh, freshwater fishing? Yes. I thought you were going to take a nap break. But Tamworth Fishing Tackle, no, great outdoors. I spoke to them out there. There's Brad, Chris, Fleetwood. Go around to the camping area. You've got the girls, Maddie and Kerry. But uh, the dam levels are still up. Keep a dam fishing very good. Quite well fired up with plenty of yellow belly. Uh, the divers, soft plastics and trolling lures are working. The cod, few catches have caught plenty of carp caught. And they're using worms. Corn, bread, uh, flies, and catching carp on flies, uh, which would be quite interesting. Keep your current busy. Good, good fighting fish, the carp. Lake Chaffee or Chaffee Dam, 100%. Bit of algae still running around there, so be aware of that. Split rock, good run of yellow belly. Lipless crankbaits are working quite well. The small divers. Been a few cod caught on spinner baits, chatter baits, and hard body lures. The rivers have been very good. They they were starting to settle. Let's see what happens with the rain they've had. The Namoys had a good run of cod, plenty of yellow belly. The same with the peel. 
been some silver perch caught there too. Sheba Dam's been quiet. The trout will be deep. Fish with worms. A little bit of water out of there too. Glenbourne Dam, that's gone quiet. It's been quiet now for quite a few weeks. Not real sure why. Uh, St Clair's been excellent though. And the trout streams, well, as I said before, you need more one place to go. Coming up in this hour, of course, this hour, of course, we've got some more fish reports coming your way in the next hour. We've got a dozen of them to go through as well, and we're also going to catch up with the latest mechanical breakdown report from Alan Blake a little bit later on. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. It's going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco, and I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Summer is here, and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Something that can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains is Arbor Joint Health, just like it helped Gary. Take my word for it, just take it. The worst that you can do is not like it or it doesn't work. That's the worst that can happen. Other than that, just give it a go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arbor that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot au or phone Arbor on 1300 879 863. 2SM, Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Should be a nice day today if you're going to be out on your boat and obviously in enclosed waters or working off the banks. I wonder what it's like on the roads at the moment. Oh, well, we can go to the honking horn. Hello, honking horn PJ. How are you this morning? <laughs> yeah, no, good, thanks, mate. What have you been up to? Oh, I'm just staring out the window at the moment. Last year, up two hours, I'm just going over the river at Yeranga, but I have to smell baby to get out of bed, that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose so, if you're no, living... No, you're if you're living in the area and you're wondering what that horn was all about, you know who to blame, right? Yeah, that's yeah. But, um, no, it's a pretty, pretty quiet uh, morning on the road. Oh, apart from one fella lost it over at um, John's River, but he managed to keep it upright. They're cleaning it up at the moment. But, yeah, he's been through the middle and back over the side, so they should have got cleaned up by now. But I bet he'll be needing a new pair of pants. But um, no, fish-wise, um, unfortunately, it's never got to get north and uh, see Laurie because... You just you just dropped out there, PJ. Just just repeat that. You just dropped out. I said uh, we never got up to Southwest uh, Rocks because of a the um, the cyclone swell for Gabriel was a bit big and Laurie's uh, a bit in the space for the dislocated trip. So uh, we didn't uh, do much. We. Um, We've been out chasing dolphin fishing kingies out of the fat, crowdy fat. So there's uh, a lot of undersized fish in amongst them. You're probably catching 15, 16 fish throw back for every one keeper you get. But um, we had 26.7 degrees out at the fat, and it was uh, 26.2 out on the wave rider. But it's two knots of current. It's absolutely screaming out there, and um, the boat schools, it's really, really um, odd. There's, there's not many swimmies. There's a lot of yakkers. There's a lot of sweet schools, but the slimies, um, I think they're the key. If you can find the slimies, you'll find the marlin. Uh, we've been trolling lures, trolling live yakkers, trolling live bonito uh, with no success. But um, nature is probably the best teacher in the world. It's going to throw up things that you very rarely see. We uh, came across a tide line that had um, dead coral spawn on the edge of the current. Now, anybody that knows it's that browny, pinky, um, rafting that floats on the surface. And in amongst it was thousands of little toads. And uh, I thought maybe we might find something in amongst that... um, in amongst those... uh, uh, current line, and to our surprise, not one, but on two occasions, we saw leopard sharks on the surface. Now, leopard sharks are known for hanging around weedy, rocky bottoms. This is in 240 foot of water. So, to see leopard sharks on the surface, several kilometres off the coast, for me, was a first. Um, but yeah, I, I guess they're up there feeding on the coast, is what I'm surmising. Um, so that's, that's uh, something 
we hadn't seen, and we saw a, quite a few large pods of dolphins. I originally thought they might have been tuna crashing, but uh, as it was, it was dolphins shaking bait and uh, chopping north, so we left them to their bay. But um, good mate, Bernie Pike, and, uh, God bless him, he's got my trailers out of Brisbane on, so he should be getting in the graft at the time I get there. So he uh, went out and did his traps during the week, and he uh, confirmed what you were saying yesterday about the snapper being out a bit wider. He's uh, trapped in 60 metres. But, uh, full of medium and, and um, small snapper, so he's had a really good week. The, um, the warmer water tends to take the, the snapper out of the shallower waters and push them out into the deeper. Remembering that the warm current's probably only half the depth of the actual water, it's a top current, it doesn't always get to the bottom. So the, um, the snapper is just trying to find those coral pockets. We have been getting fish in 120 foot of water, you know, like 40 metres, but they're not as prevalent there as what they are at the 60 metre mark. But the beaches have been fishing really, really well for whiting, and now uh, it's a really big dart starting to kick in. I haven't heard of any dew come off the beach this week, but uh, we'll go and have a look tonight and see if we can get one. Um, the guys fishing the river up around Taree itself on the straight of Taree, they're pulling some lovely brim on soft plastics and uh, little um, crankbaits, little uh, hard body crankbaits. They've been fishing really well. And the um, and the freshwater guys are just having an absolute smashing time with bass on uh, cicada and grasshopper lures, but they're going pretty well on all things there. Yep, we are. Kieran's writing at a million miles an hour. You've got to see it. It's quite impressive. Yeah. Oh, I know what he's like when he's doing that. <laughs> Oh, well, because if I get time at the end of the program, I'll do a quick, bit of a quick update on what everybody's had to say. But uh, we've had a great result with the uh, podcast. The amount of people that come in, and what's interesting was one of the main ones, apart from the stage, was uh, people in Belgium. I don't know, the chocolate's pretty good, I've got to say, PJ. Yeah, I know, I know that, but um, yeah, no, I saw the post go up last night. Sorry I never put anything up on the Facebook page. It's, um, it's been a pretty busy week. When, you, when you're not doing one thing, you're doing another. And, like, I'm only, I'm only working three days a week, but I don't know how I had time to, to find the time to do things when I was working full time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no need to yeah. apologise. We just appreciate the effort when you do put something up and, and it's always very popular too, so... Yeah, the, um... I gotta, I gotta read, reinforce what Lee said. Let's have some boat ramp etiquette lessons. We've got a terrible problem at the moment of crowding head boat ramp in the harbour. Um, if anyone from Midcoast Council is listening... If you want to earn your pay, how about giving us the great pay and uh, service for our day because there's four lanes in the boat ramp and low tide only one's usable because it has sanded up something shocking. And so there was eight boats there the other day queuing to get in. Two of them were the marine rescue guys who I've got to say a shout out. They always provide great radio coverage to marine rescue guys at Crowley Harrington. But there was one fella... I know the boats come out of Blake because it's a bar crusher, but 
He's put his trailer in too deep. He's trying to drive the boat up on the trailer, and then it kept floating off. And um, it was just comedy capers, and everybody's patience was getting a little bit short. So, um, just if you're not sure, ask someone. There's really a wealth of knowledge at the boat ramp for people to um, to help you out. I know some people are a bit like that old King G. Had. Do you remember that one, Grant? But it, that would that would be really cool actually what to do how to do it what's the right way to do it so you know like you wonder if people that are, that are getting it wrong on boat ramps is it just because they don't know or they don't care and i think there'd be a, a large proportion there that don't know yeah i, I pull up to the side away from the, the ramp and i undo the straps and put my bones in and get the aerial up put the rods in the right rack i get everything flowing so all I do when I come into the bay, I back back, I launch the boat, I'm out of there. And, and then we take the boat to the very end of the pontoon, so anybody can come around us to retrieve their boat, or someone can come in in front of us and launch their boat as well. Well, that's just common sense, but we are broadcasting at the Fortress of Arrogance, so, like, after all, <laughs> common sense is not very common. No, it's not that common at all. Um, yeah, no, I'll finish off by saying I'm halfway through that uh, that book I mentioned, uh, Fishing in the Good Old Days, Was It Really Better, by Professor Bob Carney. you got to do yourselves a favour and get a copy of that book and read it. It's such an interesting read. It's very historic about the fishing at Kingscliff in particular up on the northern New South Wales coast. But um, there's a lot of life lessons and uh, how fish behaviour works. And, if you can't read that book and hate some fishing tips out of that book, well, then there's no hope for you. See you later. <laughs> travel, travel safe, PJ. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. I'll talk next week. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. If you're not awake, you will be very, very soon, yeah. Kieran. Now, too true. Well, um, when did you want to catch up with Blakey? Uh, yeah, but we need to go and have a quick chat with Matt, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll try and get Blakey just after Matt. Cool. So we'll, we should have a bit of room. We will take a quick break, 16 minutes away from six. Every 33 minutes, someone like me is diagnosed with epilepsy. So imagine a world where everyone understood this life-changing condition. Where support, education and advocacy could be found in one easy place. It couldn't be needed more. At Epilepsy Smart Australia, we're changing the world of epilepsy. Together. 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 Search Epilepsy Smart Australia today. (laughs) Imagine a beautiful, clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness. Add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather, and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales Government. 
Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own PAL kit home. You can do it yourself with PAL and you'll save money. PAL has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home, the PAL kit homes way. Go to PAL, that's P-A-A-L, palkithomes.com.au or phone one 24 if you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 9808 Five, six, seven, three. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 13 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Good to have the, your company this morning at the moment up at Nelson Bay. It is 26 degrees. The winds, oh, a bit all over the joint, to be honest with you. Uh, light and variable, I think, is probably the best way to describe it. But there is are a few gusts around, and I... Dare say Matt from uh, Salamander Bait and Tackle might be able to tell us if that tr- uh, trough that moved through Sydney last night and up the uh, the coast of New South Wales has made it there. Wendy is telling us it's there. Matt, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, happy Sunday. Uh, well, yeah, it's a good, always a good sign when the, the, the plastic blinds are coming in. That means it's coming from the south. <laughs> uh, it's got south, south, west here, and you mentioned that yesterday. So, albeit it's still 20, what did you say? What did you, uh, it says, I've got Willie where it says 22, roughly 22. Um, I'm not sure what temp the other one's got. Um, but it's a bit uh, bit muggy, actually. I thought it would have cooled it down a little bit more. But um, hopefully, um, it was a nice day yesterday. It probably got up to about 32 or 33 or something like that. But it was relatively dry. I don't think there's a lot of humidity in it. Um, but today, it's 89%. So, um Oh, what's that going to do with the swell? If it's south southwest, it should bring it up a little bit. It says it's gusting around 14 knots. Uh, the swells, the swell still maintains it's around the metre mark. Now, look, this is all the theoretical side of it. We're not out there in the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. They'd, uh, they'd tell us. Um, 
But uh, and the windy ones, a similar thing. So obviously the game fishing guys did the, the shootout. Yes, there was the first day of the shootout yesterday, and weather conditions yesterday were pretty good. I mean that nor'easter didn't really get up until probably until at least six o'clock. Um, it would have been a bit gustier on the water a little bit earlier, but um, I'm not sure of the results as yet, but there'll probably be a wrap-up next week when we just have some overall results. If they got that elusive um, big blue marlin over, I think it's over 280 kilos. Um, nevertheless, for those going for a bread and butter fish, which um, is more along the, my, my things, um, the guys got some nice flathead uh, on the drift. There was a few actual recreational boats just went out for fish that weren't in the comp. Um, uh, and they said it was relatively easy on the ramp and easy to get out because I think a lot of those game fishing guys got out early and basically were just ready, set and go at seven, so they'd all got out. But they drift around the V and the 21 reef, a few traglin, um, a couple of pan-sized snapper, um, some nice snapper, uh, some nice uh, flathead rather that I mentioned before, just on the drift um, along the front of Box Beach there, drifting south. Um, Peter Silcock got a few nice pan-sized reds and a few drummer in the wash around um, the outer light yesterday morning early. Um, they're telling me they're getting some nice flathead around the boulders at Jimmy's as well as the old whiting which is on the other side there, Jimmy's Beach, um, working into that shortcut and there's a rock formation in that shortcut that takes you up into tea gardens and that sort of some natural rock formation in the middle of that channel you could say and they work both sides of that with plastics for flathead quite successfully. Mostly sand-based, I think, except where that rock formation is, so you get a fair few whiting around there as well. Um, the open beaches, I haven't had any reports, but I don't think it's... Oh, yes, I have, I tell a fib. Um, Pete went down to Barubi yesterday morning. Um, he got two whiting and a couple of throwback brims, so not a lot. And Martin got a couple of whiting off um, Fingal Bay, so still the whiting numbers aren't really... Uh, haven't been... A, um, haven't been solid this summer, I must say, up this end of the beach. About what's the reports elsewhere um, that you can think of? Or if you, if you're mindful, I'll just ask them about how their whiting are going because we haven't really had a decent run of them this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the coast has to say. Uh, Fittinghams Island, some plastics working well. Flathead there to about 50 centimetres. Um, around the groin, some flathead there to about uh, 60 to 65, which are a little bit bigger. Um, and remember, your duskies. Uh, minimum of 36 I think and then your maximum 70 so they're throwing those bigger ones back which they were doing before they brought that legislation in anyhow so for the most part so there was some nice fish um, and the flathead fishery is very strong this year um, and that's pretty much it in a nutshell for us I don't think the garfish have started yet which I need to explore a bit normally this time of year the North garfish normally come in around Shell Bay and they go crazy off Shell Bay Wharf and further into the bay and the guys commercial guys obviously net them as well but um but a very popular fish to catch and that's normally the end of january um into into and we're, we're nearly in the end of february so um i'm hoping that that means the whiting still might come if they haven't so that's why i'm asking about whiting nothing at tillagiri tillagiri uh tillagiri creek flathead mainly flathead at this time of year still getting some trumpet of whiting and some mud crabs that was my uh, Tillagree Creek. That was more near up the uh, up near Upton's Island, then, so a bit further up the creek. I think right. Kieran's a bit biased about his crabs at the moment. He, he wants a few muddies, I think, on the plate. I do. I yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he probably has to um, go and um, go and catch them, or ring his mate Laurie McInerney. He's a mud crab man. He, might <laughs> he is. He is, and he provides them when I get up there. Yep. Oh, well, you could, you could just put him in the truck and um, the icon could drive him down. You could just no, I was just thinking I should get a couple of lobster traps and drop them in up there. What, what do you reckon is the best place to drop them? 
I'll give you. Oh, I'll sell you a couple of lobster traps, but they'll sit in the cupboard. <laughs> you won't sell you. You won't use um, in the water. No whereabouts. Ah, uh, Yakaba. So they normally look. There's a few places, of course, but um, at the sisters up around Broughton, they drop them. Um, and at Northerly, the most common spot, I, I would guess, would be the southern face of Yakaba Headland, which is the most northern headland of the port, um, because the guys are dropping them there as they go out for a fish, you know, for the day, and then picking them up as they come back. All bird, they drop them around Fingal Island. They get all the way down, big and little rocky. They drop the traps off there. Boat Harbour, Fisherman's Bay is all very good for it. That's just further away, though, that's all. Um, so any of those places. Uh, so, yeah, we've got one, we've got one, two, three, four, five, seven left, I think. And that's it, because um, where's the lobster man's not making them anymore. Is um, there Why not? Uh, uh, he's probably 80-something, and I think he's... If you've seen them when they make them, I mean, there's a lot of work in the um, the twisting of the wire, and I don't know. I haven't got the dexterity to do it, or the patience, or the skill level. Um, and he makes the nets as well. He makes those um, prawn, the drag nets, the big prawn drag nets as well. So I think he's got a few of those left too. But um, And there'd be a lot of years of experience. He was a lobster fisherman for 50-odd years. So. But uh, I think he's had enough, mate. I guess. And the price of I'll tell you the other thing. That when During the COVID time, the price of the, the wire that we get from that other country that we don't mention, <laughs> we send all our raw materials to and comes back, it, it skyrocketed. So I think um, it got it not, not overly feasible yeah. for, for us to continue with it, but it's a shame. Um, nevertheless, there you go. So that's us for Sunday the uh, 19th of February. Okay, mate. <clears throat> we shall talk to you next Saturday. Okie dokie. I'll be here with bells on. <laughs> and, oh, how did the race, do you know how the race has went? The race tips uh, had one winner. The two odds on favourites are still coming. And Nature oh. Strip got beat too. Yeah, oh. flog. Oh, that's no good. Oh, well, yeah. then we'll have to come back to work next week. Yes, oh, unfortunately. Well, look, it'll be you and, you and me both, mate, so uh, it's all good. No problems. Yeah, guys, have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next Saturday. See you, mate. There you go, mate. Bye. Matt Bye. there Bye. from Duff Salamander Bay and Tackle. 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. Well worth going in. It's a great part of the world, Kieran. Absolutely gorgeous part of the world. Oh, great. I love it. I, like when I lived up there at Karua, it was great. First place down on. there in the water, or the oysters, but you know, then we had all that rain and that killed the oyster farmers. Yeah, that's a shame because they're beautiful oysters up that oh, way too. First oysters, place I ever yeah. went marlin fishing Nambucca's out of was there. Uh, oysters that were coming out of Nambucca. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go down south, Marimbula. The oysters out of Marimbula are always good. So. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Lenny Pasco rang me yesterday. Commonly called the Thong, hadn't heard from him for a while. Yeah, um, and his fishing's been a little bit quiet, but he fishes down Ulladulla way. Yes, and he said, like, yeah, everybody's had to wait for the holiday makers to go, <laughs> get rid of tourist yeah, season, get rid of the tourists, <laughs> and let's go fishing. It's amazing how those towns up and down the uh, up and down the coast just swell. So dramatically uh, mm. at this time of year, and and like the, those smaller towns, Kiama and, and places like that, they they love their tourists. They love that, but it does 
get a little bit hard when you're trying to go from area to area. And when holiday makers tend not to, they're, they're in chill mode, right? So they tend to be driving a lot slower and taking their time getting into their parking spots and taking their time with their groceries, <laughs> which, is, which is great. And it's what you want on your holiday. But if you're living there, <laughs> you're still it's trying to do the do. The, you know where. <laughs> now, look, if you just joined the program, the fishing has been good. From um, state to state, the Tweed, up there in the Tweed, when we were talking to Paul Burt yesterday, good run of mud crabs and mangrove jack up there. You go all the way down to the Murrumbidgee, they're catching good cod up around the metre mark. So that's all good. The streams at Canberra, Yugan Bean and Jindabyne, they're very good as well. It is news time at six o'clock. You're listening to High Tide with Grant Boyden and Kieran Riki, Alan Blake, out on the water at the moment. And uh, we'll hopefully catch up with him in the next hour of the program. Stay with us. 